Hello, and welcome to Make It Clear, a conversational podcast about all things related to water and wastewater. I'm your host, Angela Bounds, and I'm joined by my co-host, Sean Rapp. In each episode, we'll tackle a relevant topic with facts and expert opinions and make things clear. Welcome back, and thanks for joining us. As a lot of you may know, we install systems and work on wastewater systems around the world. And today, we want to talk about a system that we worked on at Jack's Point in New Zealand. And we're joined by Brian Cohen. Hello, Brian. Hello. How are you doing today, Angela? Good. Brian is our international team leader. And as always, Sean is here to keep us in line. That's my job. Make sure we stay on topic (laughs) and I don't squirrel off. So thanks, guys, for being here. So let's start, Brian. Why don't you tell us a little bit about Jack's Point and what made this project unique? Yes, you bet. Well, first of all, it's a pleasure to be on here and flex a little bit of our international muscles. You know, we've sold uh, nearly, I think, 70 countries now worldwide. Mm -hmm. That's great. New Zealand is actually one of our countries where we do have quite a bit of installations. We have a really good partner in Inaflow. And one of the par- projects that they brought, and it's actually started, I believe, the first installation, this first sale was 2007. Mm-hmm. But Jack's Point is located in the South Island, so closer to Queenstown, so a little bit cooler climate down there. It's a really neat development. And actually, I was on their website, and it said, what sets apart Jack's Point is an absolute commitment to the landscape and environment. Mm. And only 5% of this vast area will be built on. So. As we've worked on this project, here we are in, what, 2022, and we're still working on this project as it develops and builds out. So got a whole array of Aranko technologies in there and great stories within. Yeah. That's awesome. So let's talk a little bit about where the project began. So what initially were the engineers and designers considering for their wastewater treatment? Yeah, so originally they were... The dilemma was, look, do we connect to the the municipal line, the main sewer? Mm-hmm. I mean, when they looked at it, it was over five miles or eight kilometers away. So really, it became a, a matter of, look, what are we going to do then to decentralize this? Mm-hmm. Once they took a look at the landscape of everything, they had to decide, you know, do we do a traditional treatment plan with a traditional sewer system or do we look at alternative pressure sewer systems? And then in terms of the treatment plan itself, you know, basically all types of systems were in at play. So really, I think what helped us along the way was their commitment to really minimize visual impact, the modular approach, and then obviously you need a system that performs quite well. So fortunately for us, we do have a good track record in the region, mm-hmm. and I think that helps uh, set us apart. So what really made them choose liquid-only sewers? Yeah, good question. I think that one of the main reasons was the landscape. It's quite undulating. Mm-hmm. They do have a fair, a pretty heavy bedrock layer. So to right. put in a, a traditional sewer with lift stations and everything involved, just the digging alone, it would just right. be extremely expensive. Yeah. You know, when you look at the advantages of a pressure sewer system in those types of environment, it's just a, it's a no brainer. Mm-hmm. So then, but that that was one part of it. Then once we got to the pressure sewer system, then it was what differentiates the, differentiates the Renko pressure sewer system with other types like a grinder system. So then right. that became kind of the next step. Right. 
So what was it that compelled them to choose the Arenco liquid-only sewer? Yeah, really, they, they, they were comparing us to grinders. And the part that they really resonated with the engineer, the project engineer, was the fact that we're really the only pressure sewer system that offers treatment. Mm-hmm. Uh, other ones, you know, the grinder system, it macerates, it mixes, right. and then sends it mm-hmm. on the high TSS load the suspended solids load, but the Aranko system were able to treat about 50% of the BOD in that, in that first collection chamber, and then up to 90% of the solids is removed. So mm-hmm. the impact on the downstream treatment plant is, is evident. Then you don't need all of that sludge infrastructure. You don't need, you know, it's a considerable cost is removed, and it just made things a lot simpler. So really, I think that ultimately set us apart from the collection part of things. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that the the lack of disruption to the environment was also of concern for them if they're trying to keep the area pristine. Absolutely. Just having a very watertight system, you know, mm-hmm. that one that won't suspect to infiltration and leaks, that was very important to them as well. So so throughout the throughout the whole cycle of Jack's Point, that environmental aspect has been huge mm-hmm. throughout their decision making. Well, plus the smaller lines, right? Running smaller lines means that you don't have to pull up trees. You don't have to disrupt the natural foliage. Yep, absolutely. I mean, it's easier to lay and the expandability part of it, you know, I mean, you've seen them actually sewer a neighborhood in, you know, less than two days, you know, or one right. day. It's just a very simple process. Right. Do you know if they directionally board those lines? I believe they did. Mm-hmm. I'm not 100% sure, but that's how they've done it on other New Zealand jobs that I've seen. Right. Yeah, that's a great advantage. It really is. It, especially in areas like that where they're trying not to, to be, or where they're trying to be the least impactful. So getting the system in, treating, treating their wastewater, moving their wastewater in a way that does not disrupt the surrounding area as much. Yeah. And, and one thing, too, about this development, which is interesting, there's actually seven neighborhoods, mm-hmm. and each one had a different build-out schedule. So mm-hmm. originally it was, I think, designed for about 750 homes, and then three treatment plants kind of treat the three communities. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, think about just the whole scalability of it and the ease of doing that and expanding this community. So, I think what I heard at the last count, they're close to 500 homes. So, we still got some, some collection to do quite yet. So, what was, how important was that benefit to them of the modularity of the project? Yeah, it's absolutely huge, Angela, because a lot of other, especially on the treatment side of things, they were looking at, I think, SBR systems, package treatment systems, aerated systems, and they really struggle with, you know, low flow periods, for example, and mm-hmm. that modularity. So talking to my contact at Inaflow about this project more in detail, he said originally there was only two homes on connected. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and can you imagine an SBR system trying with, to with only with two only homes two attached homes? to it? Exactly. Yeah. So Obviously, we have our Advantex pot approach. So we had one, I think, AX100 uh, to start with. And then as the, ho- the, the mm-hmm. schedule built up, then came additional pods. 
And the cool thing too is when you look back at 2007 and today, you know, 15 years, mm-hmm. there's been a lot of starts and stops due to the economy, right? There's been mm-hmm. certain recessions. So, so you'll see this development kind of build in a bunch and then all of a sudden your economic condition will cause this shutdown. And then, you know, then you have another build cycle. So presently with the pandemic in New Zealand, they're seeing similar build trends than us. So we're starting to see it a thriving and, and, right, ramp and up. heavily growing. Yep. So we're mm-hmm. going to see more, more installations, more sales as we go forward. But also, you know, it gives us the chance then to upgrade the existing treatment plan and, and build capacity with it. So it's a really neat one. And I, I haven't been there yet to visit. So I'm looking forward now that we're able to travel here shortly to New Zealand. <laughs> yeah, you need to make a trip. Absolutely. So they didn't just do liquid only sewer. They did liquid only sewer to Advantex treatment. Yeah, they did. And and one of the factors why they chose our treatment was really the way that they dispose of the waste. It's 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 disposal fields, right? So it's going mm-hmm. into the ground. And when they were looking at the other treatment system, they were going to need about double the size of the disposal field. Mm. So what that meant in a place where land is not necessarily cheap. <laughs> right. So we were able to actually preserve some land for for useful benefits for the development. So that's been a real win-win. And I'm just going to give you a visual. Right. In one of these disposal fields, I, I had heard that the sheep actually graze on it. And, you know, so this, we can't get any more New Zealand than seeing sheep grazing on a <laughs> Ranko disposal field, right? Right, right. <laughs> I think we need a picture of that. Do we have a picture of that? We need one hey, if we don't. I'll fly there and get it. Oh, there we go. go. Brian's going to take a trip to New Zealand just to get me a picture of the sheep grazing. I'll buy off on that. (laughs) Great. So have there been any changes to the system since it was installed? Yeah. I mean, obviously with the modularity, every time there's a increase in homes, you have changes that go to the treatment plant. But an interesting one is actually on the collection systems itself at each home started with concrete tanks. Mm. And really what happened with the concrete tanks is they were they were not built, I guess, the best of quality, if you want to say that. And then you had a little bit of water infiltration. And, you know, that's the nature of concrete is you get varying levels of concrete. And New Zealand's a place where it is more difficult to get concrete than like, say, we have here in the United States. So from there, then they went to the, the Aranko fiberglass, the FRP designs, and had those installed and really watertight worked great and then of course two about two years ago or so mm-hmm. we started using our prelos technology which is using the dcpd tankage so it's kind of cool that it's got this history of different areco collection technology right and and all, all that i've heard from the recent prelos and the dcpd is they love it you know because of the lightweight nature of it mm-hmm. it's easier to install so there's just a lot of perks going to the system. I think one of the things I love most about this is that it really it really shows the usefulness of the phased approach, right? The phased approach is something that we we talk a lot about and we talk about the benefit of it and how it can be a benefit to a community. But Jack's point really illustrates and kind of drives that point home with that phaseability. Like you only yeah. have to put in as many tanks as you need in that moment. You only right. have to put in the number of pods that you need at that moment. Absolutely. You don't have to build it out for a thousand homes. 
immediately because you have to build it like a lot of other systems. You have to build it for max capacity. You don't have to lay the lines right away either. Yeah, you don't have to lay the lines. You lay the lines as the lots go in. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's one of those things too where we oftentimes will see if it's not a project that we have worked closely on and it's more of an open tender, they want you to design to the year 2040. And we're saying, well, time out. I mean, mm-hmm. we're not going to price that out because it's a modular approach. And if we do that, then, it, I mean, it's apples to oranges, right? Those, right. The other technologies have to do that. We don't. And lots of things can change. I know I've been involved in my, in my former work with projects that were designed for 30 years out. And guess what? They never got the people there. Right. <laughs> and, the, right. and the treatment right. plant remained at 20%, you know? So right. it's, it's a safer bet to do it, a modular approach. And we're, we are mm-hmm. great at doing that, like you pointed out, Angela. Yeah. But I think that this project just really exemplifies that. Yeah. So, all right. Anything else you want to tell us about Jack's Point? Well, I would say that stay tuned. You know, it's, it's, we're still not at the entire design. I think I've heard 750 homes is there, mm-hmm. but you know, it is, like I said, Inaflow does a really good job. They, they design, they build and they operate it and they're locked onto the TCOM telemetry panel so that, right. they, you know, they have local people there available and do a really good job servicing. So it's really a model on so many fronts, not just the Aranko technology, but also our dealers. Mm-hmm. involvement as well. So uh, like I said, I'm looking forward to uh, visiting and I will surely try to get pictures of those sheep grazing. Perfect. I can't wait to see them. If anybody's interested in learning more about Jack's Point, you can find the case study on our website. And if you go to www.renco.com, look under the resources tab for case studies. And you will find the Jack's Point case study listed there as well. It's on the left-hand side under new development applications. It's a great way to learn more about this particular project if you're interested. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you, Brian, for joining us. Thanks, Sean. Thank you. You And uh, we'll talk to you next time. We want to thank you again for joining us today. Before you go, don't forget to subscribe where you listen to podcasts so you're notified when new episodes are posted. Also, you can leave your comments or suggestions through the contact link on our website, www.arenco.com. Until next time, have a great day.